Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, it's another birthday episode of Dawson's Creek. This might be like the hottest take ever, but I think that the birthday episodes of Dawson's Creek are elite episodes. Totally agree. Um, Obviously, we all remember Dawson's birthday where him and Andy got lit. (laughs) That That is a great one. My probably my top one of my top five favorite moments of Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah. Creek. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think how also, what other birthdays well, have we, we experienced. I mean, we did see <gasps> Pacey's 16th Which birthday. Was too. It was a hot mess, of course. But Andy was so sweet to him that episode. And he got him that uh, that magic, magic ball. Ink ball. Yeah. But I feel like that was like the start of their friendship. And then, of course, we had Abby and Jen being me- messy bitches. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> being like, birthday episodes yeah. are like, screw the Halloween episodes, Dawson's. Screw. Yeah. We're here for the birthdays. Yeah. Yes. But we haven't seen, we haven't seen joey's birthday yeah what do we think okay so we know how pacey reacts to his birthday what do we think that joey how how does joey feel about her birthdays uh joey probably wants to spend her birthday with like a close-knit family i think that she doesn't want to make a big deal about it like she's not the type of person that's going around high school saying hey everybody it's my birthday yeah but she's not counting down no i definitely think that she likes her birthday but prefers to spend it with like Bessie Bodie Pacey Dawson like her close-knit people yeah basically so what Pacey was asking for and didn't get (laughs) (laughs) right like Pacey was asking for the close-knit people but 
uh, Joey probably wants it like a little bit more extended because she loves Bessie when Bessie's not being a raging bitch. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, birthday episodes are elite. Uh, last episode was the Tau of Dawson. So now, of course, we're getting the Tay of Pacey and Sarah. It took four seasons. Yes. We kept asking. We asked for it so many times. Finally, oh. we get Pacey's family, full family, including okay. his mom. Yeah, I'm OK. So first and foremost, obviously ecstatic that we finally met. We met Carrie. We met uh, Pacey's mom, Mary Witter. Um this this re- this reveal might be the biggest plot twist and surprise <laughs> from Dawson's Creek literally since Abby died. I was mind blown. Like yeah. I just was not expecting Pacey's mom to be Jane Lynch. I I envisioned her so many different like I was thinking that we were closer to uh Eric's mom in uh, that '70s show, like that actress, I thought we would be like oh, okay, closer like to Kitty. Like is that her that? character name? Right? Something like that. Maybe not as like Kitty as Kitty is, but de- like somebody that like not Jane Lynch. That is, so I was shocked. Um, of course, I know Jane Lynch probably first. Um, she's a big actress, of course, uh-huh. but I was. I watched Glee. Of course, everybody watched Glee. It's fine. You don't have to whisper it. Everybody watched Glee. If you didn't watch Glee, you're a fucking liar. Okay. So I watched Glee. So that's definitely how I mostly know Jane Lynch. And her tracksuits. And her tracksuits. And of course, I can't get that image out of my mind. I can't really. I can't remember her name. What's her name in Glee? Oh, God. I don't know. Jane Lynch. <laughs> That's not Jane Lynch. <laughs> She's a cheerleading coach, right? Yes, of course. She's the cheerleading coach. But that's kind of how I just know of her. Um, Sue Schuster. No, Sue Sylvester. Sue Sylvester. Sue Sylvester. That's her character's Sue name? Sue Sylvester. Okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was shocked. I was really, I was just not expecting that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, like, do I think that, do I see a world where PC's dad is married to Sue Sylvester? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's- it was really crazy. And I, 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 I watched it and I was like, this can't, this, this, this is it like, is it an ant? Is it like a crazy ant? And nope. Mm-mm, nope. So then, of course, I had to confirm with myself. So I quickly Googled, is Pacey's mom Jane Lynch? <laughs> and of course she is. So I was, I, I mean, when I tell you I was shocked, I was shocked. Did you remember this? Um, No, I did not remember this. Um, I, re- I had vaguely remembered that we do meet Pacey's family. But I didn't remember the context of it. And I didn't remember who it was. But like this. I feel like this episode both does and doesn't track. Like grand scheme of Dawson's Creek. This makes sense right. That Pacey's family is awful to him. And treats him like trash. My one sticking point with this. And it's a small one. But it is there. Is 
uh, the episode not long ago that Joey was like, oh, you have to come to this dinner with me. Like, it's super important. Don't you remember we go to your family's Sunday dinners every week? Like, this to me does not track with them doing Sunday dinners. Because if if Joey had done Sunday dinners with Pacey's family, she'd know this is how they are. This is not a birthday only situation. Like, I have a family not as far as PC's family is like in terms of like making fun of one another poking fun at one another we do pick at each other a lot but not to like the deep-rooted sense of like despair that PC's family does and you can't just turn that on for birthdays that is an all-time thing that happens right and so that's the one tiny thing to me that does not track right you would think that Joey was like okay the one thing that PC does not want to do is go to his family for his birthday. But he was saying that, and she still did it. I think that the thing is, is that you're forgetting that most of the time, women feel like they have to suck up to their mother-in-laws. You don't give a crap. Most people (laughs) do care. So she's like, oh, (laughs) she, his mom wants to throw a party. Of course I have to say yes, because I'm trying to get on the good list. My pathetic ass full on brought a um, basket the first few times. Well, maybe one, at least once, maybe twice to meet Drew's parents because I was a suck up. I did freshly baked cookies. I tried so hard hard yeah i've never done any of them that like me um yeah i know because you don't give a shit but joey would care if i mean i liked- i wouldn't i wouldn't go so far as to say i don't give a shit but i also am not a suck up you're not making freshly baked cookies no. to bring no like i would bring them. if we were going for like a holiday party or whatever like i'd bring you know a food of some sort right i mean of baskets literal Baskets. I would not do baskets. There's no world in which I'm putting together a basket. Joey Potter is making baskets. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that she's trying really, really hard for his family to like her. Yeah, for sure. That's the whole that is the whole point is like she felt bad. She couldn't say no. But let's let's get into the episode because there's like so much here in this episode. Um, Got to say, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy this episode very much. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I loved meeting the whole family. I wish I knew like what Carrie's stupid kids were named. I, lo- I mean, we I, don't I, care I like though. We don't care what their kids. I care. You care? I, I don't wanna care. See, I want to see the full. You want the family tree? The, the family tree. Yeah, I want to see the family all of tree. It. Um, yeah. All right. So we're covering obviously season four, episode twelve, the Tay of Pacey. Um, uh, Pacey's asleep on the couch and Joey comes in with a cupcake and she sings happy birthday. Hostess cupcake. Uh, why is he on the couch? <laughs> because he doesn't have a bedroom. That's where he sleeps. I thought in... he had a bedroom. He doesn't have a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Did, I didn't miss no, this. It's, yeah, he doesn't have a bedroom. He sleeps That's on the couch. That's so sad. He needs a bed. <laughs> it is I mean, sad. It's, he's not at Doug's and he's not at home. He doesn't oh care. What's your favorite hostess slash oh little Debbie? I was gonna snack. say I'm I'm a little quick, Debbie fan. Quick, quick. Quick. Okay. okay, oh my god, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Oh, oh my, they are not the same thing. Who cares? Mine is a zebra cake. Zebra cakes are my bitch. I love a zebra cake. <laughs> uh, Swiss cake rolls. Love a Swiss cake roll. Actually, if you want to hear more uh, little Debbie talk, you should really listen to our snack bracket podcast. There was a ton of little Debbie talk in that podcast. Yeah, L- little Debs really has the corner marketed onto little cakes. They do. Um, they know what they're doing. 
when was the last time you had a Swiss roll? Probably when we had them together. Mm-hmm. I will say that I've had a zebra cake in the last month and it's really good. Oh, see, I we never had zebra cakes growing up, but I, I like them. We just never had them in the house. Who do you think are the deranged people that are still like, I need to get the little Nutter Butter bars? Oh, yeah. My family was a Nutter Butter family, but I never really preferred them because it was like, eh, they're just like mostly cracker. Like they're mostly like wafer. Yeah. You had to like break them off layer by layer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, yes, she's it's a choice. She's singing happy birthday to him. Uh, and he's just like, no, no. She's like, you have to make a wish. And he says his wish is for there to be no further acknowledgement of today's hollow symbolic meaning as a milestone in the life of Pacey Witter. And she's like, well, you told me your wish, so it can't come true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's right about that. Yeah, fair. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very cute of Joey to be right there on her his birthday. She's really excited. She wants to celebrate. She blew out his candle, which is very disrespectful. One time. Do I hear something really bad? I do. Did you, did you blow someone's candle out? You're a monster. You did. She was so mad at me, too. What the fuck is wrong with you? How old were you? <laughs> if you were older... Wait, wait, wait. Before you tell me. If you were older than 12, this is unacceptable behavior. Yeah, I was like 20 whatever. What the heck? 20-something? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just felt like being an asshole. Uh, wow. Story fits. Story checks out. <laughs> she was so mad. Uh, I would be mad, too. I'm like, this is my effing birthday, and if you don't respect <laughs> it. Listen, I'm a Leo, and if I can make a day yeah. all about myself, I will do it, and that is what my birthday is for. It's all about I, me, baby. <laughs> I didn't, like, make it super obvious, too, so I just, like, it just mysteriously blew out, but I think she thought it was me. She, obviously, she knew it was you. Come on. Uh, so anyway, and so uh, Pacey's just like, listen, I know everyone celebrates their birthdays. I know everyone loves it, but you don't understand. Every birthday I've had since I was 10 has been a disaster. Uh, gut-wrenching, soul-searching, question the universe agony. He's so dramatic, honestly. He's literally <laughs> the drama, yeah. Yeah, and oh, Joey does say, at least you're not being dramatic about it. <laughs> I loved when Pacey did the blanket thing. Where he got up with his blanket and then he like spun his arms around yeah. so that the blanket is like spun around his arms. We've all done that. We all have. Yeah, it's very relatable. Um, and so he says on his 12th birthday, he ate so much pizza and ice cream. He puked on Justine Sherman, who he had a massive crush on. That's on him. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's true. But then then she called him Pacey Pukey, which isn't even a clever nickname or a clever. Pukey Pacey. Pukey Pacey is what it should be, right? Like yeah, double P, 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 Pukey PC. Yeah. I mean, they're both PP, but yes. Yeah. But uh, so then apparently his family and this, this I can highly relate to. His family picked up on that now. And every year, this time of year, it, there's laughs all around about it. Uh, yeah. Well, I just think that's so funny because I see a lot on TikTok people talking about how kids are so savage. You do one thing and then that's your new nickname. Yep. Like, you wear a shirt that says something and then all of a sudden that's your nickname. Like you really have to be bare bones basic to not get noticed and get a shitty nickname. To be fair, I didn't have a terrible nickname like this, but it was it was because my family made fun of me more than kids did. <laughs> like oh, just like PC. Lucky you. So like this I can highly relate to, right? Like uh as an example, 
when my brother was a child, we went to like a nicer restaurant and he blew his nose in the cloth napkin. And ever since then, anytime there's a cloth napkins around, we're bringing up my brother that blew his nose in a cloth napkin. Like it comes up. You guys are nasty. I don't ever want to hang out with the Sterlings. You shouldn't. You shouldn't want to hang out with the Sterlings. Oh, uh, no. we're a we're a tough I, bunch. I was told I was told that you can't cry at the dinner table. And then I was personally scarred for the rest of my life. So wait, by your family? What do you mean? I don't want to talk about it. it's Passover stories. Oh, OK. Uh, and so, yeah. So then he brings up 16 years old when everyone forgot that his birthday existed, which we've been there. We were there for that. Yeah, we were there. We, we were there. Uh, he failed his uh, driver's forgot, test. Yeah, he got mauled by a dog. Which at 12. This is news. I don't remember this story ever happening before. Um, I think it tracks that Pacey Witter doesn't like dogs for multiple <gasps> reasons. What? You think so? Yeah. I feel like Pacey is a not a not a pet person in general. No, it's because he got mauled by a dog and then he accident accidentally uh, plot twist killed his dog. So Pacey Witter hates dogs. I don't think he hates dogs. I just think he's not no, a pet I think person he in general. Dogs. No, he hates <laughs> dogs. And I think that he's like one of those freaky lizard people. No, he's not a lizard person. Stop. <laughs> don't put that on him. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to offend would, all of our lizard owning listeners. I, I was just about to say that I would totally own a lizard. So if help I could. me God, if you and bring you up that freaking like snake, I, kn- I knew you're going to do it. I knew you're going to tell me about that. Whatever I, that snake's name is, that's pale I'll and you love say, him. I will just say that Tofu the snake is still the cutest snake that ever existed. How I, feel, I, I wish we could get a super snake. cut of all the times you have mentioned Tofu the snake on like this specific podcast. Not only not only this podcast, but all the times we're in the PSR hang and chill and I talk about Tofu the snake. Anytime there's literally any mention of any reptile, you're like, OK, but what about Tofu the snake? I love Tofu the snake. He's the cutest creature in the world. Actually. Oh, I have news. I have news. It's not that I own Is it your news or is it news about tofu? No, it's news about like something totally different. Oh, great. I have a new animal that I really love. His name is Bruce and he's an Angora rabbit and he's really, really cute. And he eats um, food as rabbits do. But his little mouth is so cute when he eats food. (laughs) This is news. Rabbits eat food. I just want to say that if you're on TikTok and you want to follow a really cute Angora rabbit, his name is Bruce. Okay. And I think his name is like Brucey the Rabbit on TikTok. And he eats like peppers and his little mouth gets all dirty and he likes carrots and uh, salad and all these things. I love wow. Bruce the Rabbit. Go follow Bruce. Sponsored by Bruce. Um, I wish. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Pacey's one request is that he wants to spend the evening him and Joey alone together she says I promise and of course she looks really worried when they hug like we all know okay that's not when this, it's gonna I happen. just want to specify this is 18th birthday right? 18th yeah okay it's time for Joey to give it up oh you mean her sex her her virginity <laughs> her sex Are you, I'm se- am I sexual basically <laughs> am I sexual um sexual I mean is Joey 18 wait I don't think we know uh, also, I don't know. We could we could possibly place if this is if this is Pacey's. Have we done this before? Pacey's birthday. Uh, I think Pacey's the oldest out of the crew. Right. 
but he school Jack is probably already 18 there yes because they retcon the fact that like him and Andy are like the same age well he got left behind in kindergarten because he didn't know how to count to 10 there you go um yeah so Pacey must be like early school year aged right but they're all wearing like gloves this episode oh so it must be closer to fall then i think that he's probably like november december because you know that there's some kids scorpio that are that, are, that don't make it to the next year yeah is he so a, scorpio sagittarius maybe didn't we just have christmas girly we just had christmas. oh we did this is january oh he's not a cap there's no way he's capricorn not true i'm telling you he's we just had okay christmas. but he's also not a capricorn so so then maybe he's an aquarius that can make Who sense knows? Anyway, but that I'm was horoscope you, hour, zodiac hour. Um, but yeah, so we're we're this is either January or February. I peg him as more of an Aquarius than a Capricorn. I, I I I don't know, but what I do know is that uh, he does not want to celebrate his birthday, but I he wants to spend the night alone with her. Ooh, so I think ooh. that he's trying to have like a spicy birthday night. Oh, I could see that. He wants they, to have birthday sex. He wants to get in his birthday suit. If you don't have birthday sex, then are you... Never mind. <laughs> there you go. And I'll refrain it. I'll refrain the question, Your Honor. If I don't have birthday sex, then I'm not happy about there it. There you go. Uh, okay, so we're back with ja- Jack and Dawson, and they're painting this stupid baby room again. Uh, and <laughs> It doesn't take this long to paint a room. Apparently, this is why... <gasps> this is why Mr. Brooks was so annoyed with... <laughs> Freaking Dawson is because we Cause see he really him. does suck. It at takes him forever. Yeah, uh, maybe he's just like really meticulous and doesn't want to mess up. Maybe. So he's really, but it's taking a very long time, and I did not see him do a. a this is the problem. He's stupid. He didn't do a primer, so now yeah. he has to do like seven four coats. coats. Yeah, yeah. Just do the primer and then skip that stuff. I'm with you. Uh, so Jack's asking him about his date with Gretchen tonight and Dawson's like very scared about it. Uh, and Jack asks, do Pacey and Joey know yet? And he says, no, that's not it. I'm not nervous about that. I'm nervous because it's our first date. I haven't seen her since the kiss. There's all this buildup. He says, if, if Joey and Pacey ask me, I'll tell them. Gretchen will too. It's not a big deal. Um, and it's like, we all know better than that. It's a super big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. and so then we're back, um, with Pacey and Joey and Gretchen's there. And so they're like, Oh, is it Joey? Do you have any plans? And Joey's like, listen, Pacey made me promise. No big stuff. It's just going to be quiet night alone. Um, and Gretchen's like, yeah, he thinks there's this birthday curse on him. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, this is big family lore. Yes. Is it not? Yeah. Big, big family lore birthday curse. Um, and so Pacey gets like this letter and then he's like, oh, I'm just going to go put some shoes on. So he leaves and Joey immediately is just like, Gretchen, what are you doing tonight? Uh, and the thing is, is, okay, well, let's, let's get into this first. So Joey says, I'm throwing a last minute surprise party for Pacey at your parents' house. I want you to be there. And Gretchen is just like, no, 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 this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Listen to Gretchen. Gretchen's definitely in the know. She's. Probably the coolest of all the winners, and she definitely knows her family and what her family is like and what Pacey needs in the situation. So I wish that Joey listened to Gretchen in this moment. 
Um, but she's just, isn't this when Joey is like, well, your mom wants to do it. So I have to. Well, the thing that I don't understand is that like, so Joey is inviting Gretchen and she says this was a last minute thing. It's like, if this was a lot, why was, why didn't Pacey's mom invite her own daughter? Like, I feel like the whole family would be in on it. No, I think that. The, they not I get think along. That Mary Witter. No, 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 no. I, I don't think that's what it is. I think that Mary Witter is like we. Oh man, I just realized tomorrow's Pacey's 18th birthday. We should really do something. What do you think, uh, Joey? And then Joey's like, Oh yeah, I will. I mean, do you think we should do this? And she's like, Yes, like we should really do this. So then I think that Mary put it onto Joey to organize it. I could see but, that. You mean Jossie? But. <laughs> Or, or sorry, uh, or Josie, Joanna, Joanna, Juliana, yeah. Jessica, all the teenies. They, <laughs> so like, they can't keep track. They've been dating for like is. over a year, haven't they? Well, she's known. And they apparently go to a weekly Joanna dinner. Potter. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. She's known little Joanna Potter since she was one years old or five years old. Yeah. So she should. Mary Witter should really know Joey's name. Yeah. But I, and she still did not guess Josephine. Like, out of all the names, she did not guess Josephine. No, she didn't. And and that's the one that, you know, it's, anyway, it's ridiculous. Wait. What? Why did she not go by Josie? That's such a cute. Okay. but Because she's, she's not a Josie. Josie. Yeah. yeah. Josie's a cute name. Um, So I love uh, Joey saying, do you have plans tonight? And Gretchen's like, no, I'm pathetic. I don't have a life. No, nothing. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. If I heard this, I'd be like, okay. Bitch, spill, spill the beans. Spill. Yeah. Why are you acting so eggy? Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she's, she's being really sus about everything. And she's like, okay, I'll come. I'll come. I'll come. Uh, and Joey's like, I'm, peace is going to kill me. And she's like, oh, a hundred percent. You're dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd like their friendship together. I think that's really fun to see their dynamic evolve. And, um, I'm really happy that Gretchen is part of the mix this season. Uh, yeah, I love Gretchen. I think that like Gretchen and Joey's relationship is kind of what we had always wanted between like Joey and Jen in a way. Yeah. Um, and I really love the dynamic. I really love the change up of having PC live with Gretchen because it kind of mixes up the groupings we see. Uh, I just love Gretchen overall. So yeah, very, very happy to best addition to the cast since Andy. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Poor Jack. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Jack, he's okay, fine. I, I will say that, of course, we love Jack's friendship with Jen. We have yeah. for the last few seasons. But Jack's friendship with Dawson is awesome as well. Yeah, no. I, I really like it. I'm really liking that. Yeah, I'm really liking the change up with the pairings this season a lot. I do too, yeah. Um, and then we get one of my favorite scenes of this entire episode. Oh, my God. This is so good. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing this, but Grams and Jen are legit – decoupaging frames because this is Graham's idea she's just like oh I'm so happy you want to do these fun Saturday afternoon crafts Jen girl get some friends is get a life grounded? no I think she's grounded I oh think she's that's still why. grounded from the whole she's drugs. grounded from the drugs thing and I will tell you it took me so long to remember why Jen had to do community service yeah. I was not adding it up and maybe it's because we haven't podcasted a lot in the last month because of our vacation and blah, blah, blah. But I was just like, 
why is she doing community service? And then I remembered it's the drugs thing. But I think that she's still grounded. I don't think yeah. that she's allowed to go out on a Saturday night besides for her community, community service. service. But yeah, they are decoupaging. Now, are you one for the decoupage? I don't know that I've ever decoupaged. What? You've never decoupaged. You Have you never bought Mod Podge? I have. I have for something else, but not for decoupaging. Okay, so... Do you know what it is? Yeah, you put like paper and then you like mod podge it on top of shit. It looks very like kitschy. It's not my style, so I'm not into it. And then what you have to do is go to your local craft fair and then sell it for $50 a pop next to your clothespin chip clips. Yeah, the fucking audacity of that chip clip. I'm I'm still not over it. It's been seasons and I'm not over it. Yeah. I love that they are just decoupaging uh, and they have that stinking little foam. Yes, that's the shittiest brush in the entire world. They cost like 35 cents and they're shit. Yeah, I'll know it. I just think it's so funny. It's like, hi, Michelle Williams. I know you're getting to be really famous as an actress. (laughs) You're starting to talk to Heath Ledger. You're going to be in Brokeback Mountain soon. But what I'm going to need you to do is legit decoupage in this one scene. I just think it was such a great decision because they could have had them have this conversation over dinner or just hanging out. But I love the fact that they're doing it while decoupaging. It's very funny. And you know, Michelle Williams has probably got her people magazine and she's probably like decoupaging her own face onto this magazine because I think that she's becoming like really famous at this point. It's amazing. This is early 2000s. Like she was doing like her heyday. Um, But no, she... She's freaking decoupaging with Grams. And yeah. I the way that Graham says decoupage or whatever. Yeah, because she she's says, British. Sends me. Where is Grams from? I don't, I don't know. I've always said she's British. <laughs> Jennifer. Is, uh, Mary Beth Peel, please tell me where you're from. I need to know. Um, she is legitimately from IA. What is that? Iowa? Indiana? Iowa. She's Woohoo! From Iowa. Nailed it. States. Geography. Um, she's from fucking Iowa. She, and she has British. that accent. Yeah. Um, so they're decoupaging and Jen says, I have five more hours of community service. So I'm going to have to spend my whole night chauffeuring around drunk kids from illicit teen parties. Uh, and Grams is like so not paying attention. She's like, that sounds fun. And Jen's just like, oh, these are so stupid. I haven't learned anything in this whole time. It's just a big waste of time. And she's like, mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, what is with you? You're being so weird. And then she's like, You're- wait, what? I saw Mary Beth Peel on Broadway. And you didn't know? I didn't know. What did you see her? And Anastasia. The Disney princess? Okay, she's not a Disney princess, Sorry. but she played the Dowager Empress on Broadway. I totally saw her. Okay. Heart, don't fail me now. Courage, don't. Do you like that song? I don't know what that song is. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Have you never seen Anastasia? I have not. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> That's another thing oh, for fuck. another day. Uh, anyway, so she says you're acting all flighty and spacey. My God, you're thinking about sex. And goes, Jennifer. How dare yeah. you? And she's like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's perfectly yeah. natural. And Graham's just, just like. totally daydream about sex. That's totally yeah, fine. She's like, I enjoy Mr. Brooks's company, but I'm certainly not in love, Jennifer. And for the record, we are not having sex. 
Uh, they're. I mean, are they? I mean, to be honest with you, if they do, they'll probably give Mr. Brooks a heart attack. I think they're in the early days where they've done everything but. No. If you're 70 years old, you don't have time to do that's everything true. but. Then they've made out, but that's it. I don't think they've done the deed mm-hmm. yet. Because that's what she's daydreaming about is their first time together getting it in. Uh, you, we don't have time for this. If you're that old. And he's dying, too. And he's dying. That we you got to just slip it in. Yeah. Patty foot around. Yeah. Uh, and so Jen asks, have you had the talk, the safe sex talk? And I was dying when she's like, it's a prerequisite. You got to find out what this guy's into. I mean, he it could be kinky, S&M, toys. And Grant's just like, stop it, Jennifer. Uh, you're trying to freak me out because you hate decoupage. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Grams is just like, it's not going to work because when it comes to safe sexuality, I've got my bases covered. See, she's secretly saying we've had went through all the bases. Yeah. 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 She knows. She knows. She knows what he's into. And maybe Grams is into it, too. We don't know. Yeah. And so then she like. Is so sly about changing the subject. She's just like, it's when decoupage, the more you practice, the better you get. And when it comes to community service, Jennifer, you're going. And Jen's just like, oh, you're sneaky. You just turned that whole conversation around. And Graham's, I love Graham's little wink where she's just like, I've learned from the best. Yeah, that was great. Mm -hmm. I I think it's so much fun that when they get along and the they play off each other and i think it's a it's so much fun to see grams um being sassy like this yeah. and being excited and wanting to you know you know talk about if she if she's sexual as well yeah she's definitely um sexual opened up <laughs> she's definitely sexual uh she's definitely like opened up and mm. Uh, just been more free about what she says since Jen has come along and I feel like it's just yeah. I don't know it's great it's wonderful to see her feeling as like open about things as she is with Jen also I have a question is Jen's yeah. hair in this episode a wig 110 it's so wiggy right yeah no it has been it has been for the last couple the of bangs is what throws because- me off yeah I think it's because of whatever movie she's doing at this time I think we talked about how she was um, had to dye her hair brunette for a film. Yeah, I'm just looking um, to see. So she might be, she might be brunette at this point. We looked at this. We looked at this. Last no, I know time. we did. We did. Um, yeah, because this is 2001. Um, so of course we have to go to Leary's Fresh Fish because they have to have that sweet, sweet sponsorship every freaking episode. Okay, if you have, absolutely. But if we have a establishment a set as grand as this we have to we spent a lot of money on this we have to go back okay i suppose that's fair um so yeah and so uh dawson goes up to gretchen and he's just like oh do you want to go on a date and gretchen is like very hesitant she's like oh right the date uh she's like listen there's a change of plans my parents are throwing pacey a birthday party which again did dawson effing forget his birthday again like no mention of it He's nasty. He is so rude. And I know that they're not supposed to be best friends right now. But still, you can't forget Pacey's freaking birthday. Every year. An every year. birthday. Yeah, he's terrible. Never remembers Pacey's birthday. Um, And so Gretchen says, uh, Joey was going to tell you about the party, but then I told her I would um, because we're going. Wait, I just had a, re- I just remembered that Pacey's last birthday 
it was totally like end of summer because everybody was wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Oh, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> it's fine. It's just like no sense. Issue. It's all right. It's all right. We're not going to think too much about it. And it was the beginning of school because Andy was brand new. Yeah. Okay. Something's up. <laughs> anyway. Um, it gets chilly on the creek, you know? Um, so, yeah. Uh, and Gretchen's like, maybe we could postpone the first date thing. And I, I really got to say, I love Dawson's directness here where he's just like, yeah. well, why would we do that? And Gretchen's like, listen, like PC and Joey don't know yet. I don't know that like a birthday party is like the best place to like, let this information be known. And Dawson's is right, but it's not a secret. Uh, he's like, Jack, Jack knows about it. Why should we hide it? And she's like, I don't want to hide it. I just don't want to tell anyone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, whatever Gretchen's going through, I think that's great that Dawson's trying to be straightforward and get yes. to it, and ultimately is like, well, if you want to keep it a secret, then we shouldn't be doing it, and he kind of nips it at the butt at this point. Yeah, I really love this. I think that it's just like it's it shows his maturity, and I think yep. all of this stems from the Pacey and Joey relationship, right? Because he says, yeah, he. They might- he- yeah. yeah, he's like, in my experience, sneaking around is the best way to get caught doing anything. Like, he is pro-telling people because he knows how he felt when they mm-hmm. were sneaking around on him. And yeah, she's just like, we, oh, we we're just it. we're just postponing things. It's like, mm. it's very sus, all, everything she's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's still going to go to the birthday party tonight. Fine. But I think that's so cool that he... I think it's cool the show for him to actually learn and grow as a character yeah. and say this happened to me it really sucked and I'm not going to have that happen with anybody else I'm not going to be sneaking around yeah and um and so he's just like okay is this about Pacey and Joey is it about your family like are you ashamed to be like dating me and she says no 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 and I here here's the thing like, I'm 100% on Dawson's side about this. Like, I feel, wow, that coming out of my mouth felt strange. But I'm 100% on his side. But I understand where Gretchen is coming from, where her family, like, I don't know that she, okay, I'm trying to think of how to say this, right? Dawson knows her family, so maybe it's not a big deal. But, like, I think it's a totally different thing to introduce Dawson as, like, her boyfriend versus this is just Dawson because the family can be the way they are. But Mm -hmm. they've known each other their entire lives. Like, he's well well enough familiar with her family to know them. So I I guess I don't think it's a deal. And they really like Dawson. They legitimately said that you're you're so much better than our son. But do you think that's direct? his family or her family that is making her hesitant no 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 no. I think it's all of the things I think it's she's still hesitant about the relationship she's still nervous to tell Joey and Pacey and I think she's very nervous about what her family will say yeah I think the family is just an excuse yeah yeah because she does say you know we have to be sensitive to Joey and Pacey they're dating each other like I don't understand how this is such a big fucking deal everyone's an adult not an adult but you know I don't understand either why everyone's like so focused on Pacey and Joey because I don't I think that Pacey and Joey are like this is really freaking weird but I don't think that they're angry like Dawson was when Pacey and Joey got together yeah I, I, I it's not a huge deal um and Dawson doesn't agree. He's like, well, we're going to be lying to them. I've never known you to be anything other than straightforward. And she's just like, listen, I'm not just I'm not ready to go public yet. 
Um, he says, if if you want to hide, maybe we shouldn't be doing this in the first place. Which again, valid point. Best best version of Dawson is season four Dawson. Like I'm on board with I literally totally everything. Agree. He's saying. Yeah. He's I grown totally so much. And I don't know if it's I guess like part of part of me wants to say, like, all of this is as a direct result of Pacey and Joey dating. I don't know that we get this growth from Dawson if that's not what happens, you know? I think you're right about that. Or at least that. we don't get this growth this soon right like maybe the college years is more like when he would uh kind of realize all of this yeah yeah i think that this is a great showing from dawson this season we rated him number one in our rankings Mm -hmm. because i i don't know we lost it but um (laughs) but i think other people would agree with that i still think it's true and i think that um I'm just gonna be so disappointed when he regresses and he's just like a nightmare. He's definitely going to. Everybody, like again, like everybody, characters have fluctuation. Well, no, I was just gonna say characters have fluctuation in every television show. So we know we still have two more full seasons of the show. You know, right? Um, and so then we're back at the community center. Jen is like getting ready for her job tonight. She has to chauffeur tonight. Uh, she's gonna have a partner. They have to keep in touch via walkie-talkie, which is hilarious. Love it. Love a walkie-talkie. When I was a kid, walkie-talkies were the shit. Uh, me and my uh, neighbor had them, and we would like I don't know. It was just very fun to be like Roger, Roger. Like, uh, what was it? What was it? Was something ten? Something with the word ten? Four, uh, ten four, good buddy. That's what it was. Ten four. Oh, anyway, what does that mean? Like that means over and out, basically. Like ten four. I don't know what it means. I mean, I could Google it, but what does 10-4 mean with walkie-talkies? Uh, 10-4 means message received in radio communications. It also means you've got it. it. Oh, because apparently there's different 10 codes. So 10-1, receiving poorly. 10-4, receiving well. 10-3, stop transmitting. So 10-4 means message received. 10-4. Cool. Anyway, um... And we find out she's going to be riding with none other than Toby. Toby's here. Yeah, what a coincidence. Not, uh, what are the odds that Toby would be there? Yeah. Uh, and he says, this is the best place to pick up boys. The drunker, the better. Which, out of, it sounds to- it sounds terrible. It, he's joking, but it sounds Toby, sounds you're a mess. Yeah. You're a mess, dude, with your stupid small little glasses. He does. This is the day of the tiny glasses, though. I had glasses like this back in the day. Oh, it's so bad. Can you believe how long the movement of the big glasses has lasted? I'm honestly surprised they're still in style. I love big glasses. Me too, because I have a big head. And if I put on small glasses, it makes my head look even bigger. It looks looks so bad. I wear men's frames. I don't mess around. Really? Yeah. Don't get me started on the the ridiculousness of having men's and women's glasses frames because it makes no, like, who the fuck cares? But yeah, I Um, I wear. You know who does not do that? Um, Uh. Warby Parker. Oh, they just Everything have mom. Unisex. Good. Because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. What the hell makes these male? Do they have penises on them? Like, no, they're glasses. Jessica. I'm just saying. Anyway. Um, and so, yeah, apparently he's here on his own, as of, of his own volition, his, his own free will. He's doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Um, and so Jen is like, you know what? There's this birthday party. If we're in the neighborhood, we should stop by. Jack's gonna be there Uh, And Jen is like very keen on setting them up And I love Toby saying like not all homosexuals Have to be friends with each other (laughs) Uh, She's like I know I know and I don't like Toby saying this He says I'm not entirely convinced Jack is gay Maybe he's just pretending For the social cachet Like Toby's a jerk He's joking but he's a jerk Um, 
such a jerk. And he knows Jen is trying to set them up. And Toby's like, good, I'm taken. Greg is extremely jealous. <laughs> the ridiculousness of him lying later. I can't wait to get into that because he's terrible he's at it. very George Glass. Yeah, it is very George Glass. Yes. Um, so we're outside the Witter House and Joey has Pacey blindfolded. Um, he's like, where are you taking me? I thought we were going to not Once celebrate. again, this could have ended so well for her if she blindfolded him and brought him to, I A don't bed. know, which island or something. Which island? That's where he kissed Jen. I don't think they can go there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Something like good, then this could have been really sassy and fun. But no, it had to be to his freaking home where he grew up with his stupid parents well that and isn't this all better if she tells pacey up front what happened like i know you're ruining the the quote-unquote surprise surprise, but like this is the worst surprise surprise we're going exactly where you don't want to go with your parents who you hate (laughs) have you ever had a surprise party gosh i don't think so all i want if anybody who likes me is out there listening, that's all you me, want. All I want in this world is a surprise party. Okay, that's all I want. I've never been given one. Nobody wants to surprise me. Nobody likes me enough to give me a surprise. Do you think party. you'd figure it out ahead of time? Maybe, but I don't care because I still want the surprise party. Okay. I've thrown like fifty surprise parties for that's a lot people. But nobody ever, nobody wants to surprise. It's downright me. rude that no one decided nobody to surprise you. Nobody likes me enough. Yeah, for surprise parties, you have to really like somebody to throw them a surprise. Is that party. true? Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they. Uh, so Pacey, right? This is what, exactly what you said. He's like, maybe we're by the docks. You're gonna serenade me, dressed in Victoria's Secret lingerie, after which you will lay me down under the stars and ravish me. Ooh. Yeah. And so that's what he's hoping for. That would be perfect. Yeah. But no. No, he's at his family's house and he's really sad. And uh his father is like watching a hockey game, yelling at it. And he goes, Oh, you're here. Surprise. What the fuck? What in the fuck is this? Everyone okay, so right away you know the tone of this part. I'm fucking pissed. I'm fucking pissed that this is what we have to get the oh, you're here. Surprise. Like, bitch, I am here and it's yeah. my goddamn birthday, so you better fucking have be nice. Off. The lights have to be off. You need when you turn on the lights, everybody has to be there and say surprise. Then you need d- decorations. There is no decorations at this party. Oh, see, if it's like a family birthday, I don't know that you need decorations. No, you need decorations. Okay. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I'm really passionate I about can tell. decorations. Well, I guess my parties. thing is like we always do like for my birthday, for everyone's birthday, for my immediate family, like my mom, dad, my brother, and me, we always do like dinner for our birthdays. It's not always on our birthday, but like the closest day we can all get together, you know, close to the birthday. And we always do like dinner and cake and stuff, but we never have like decorations up for it. I want decorations. Okay, ma'am, for your fucking Every random surprise birthday party that apparently someone's going to throw you, you will get your decorations. Every single surprise party that i've thrown has decorations okay good to know i'm gonna decoupage things for you um (laughs) i want you to decoupage the balloons so that afterwards we can pop the balloons in the (gasps) inside and make stupid bowls oh those are so fucking dumb no one actually uses those i have so much to say on that fucking subject anyway moving on um and so then we have mrs witter comes out oh shit we missed it surprise (laughs) okay i was i was I was, this is where I think I 
fell out of my chair. I was just like, it's Jane no. Lynch, bitch. It's no. Jane Lynch, bitch. It was crazy. It really, really was. Then we yep. have Carrie come out. Dawson's there. Jack is there. We have yep. uh, all the children. So Carrie has three kids. Right. I'm very focused on Carrie. I have high interest Why? in Carrie. I have zero fucking interest in Carrie. Okay, because Carrie seems like a kind of like an ass, but She's also definitely she seems ass. very normal. Um, like too normal. I don't know. I'm pretty sure like, isn't her, isn't her like she's dated a bunch of guys that have been in jail or something. Isn't that her story? I'm pretty sure her ex is in jail. I did not hear that. I remember when like PC was living with Dougie and they like mentioned it. She had like a deadbeat husband or something. I don't know. Anyway. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And so Dougie's just like, oh, I can't wait to see what disasters befall you on this joyous occasion. Uh, and she's yeah. I Doug was in rare form. This uh, day. Dougie is beloved I, by his family. And like, he come on. is. But I thought that him and Pacey kind of worked their stuff out. And I don't know why Doug was like, you know what it is? No, I know what it is. Exactly. When you get around your family, especially when they're like this family, you fall right back into those patterns. Like it's like you cannot help it. And you want to know how I know this? Because your family is like my family is like this, especially scary. I don't ever want to meet the Sterling. No, you invited me to your family reunion this summer. I am not going a family reunion since when? Um, last year no the thing is it's not necessarily my whole family it's mostly my brother in that it does not matter how old we are we are both in our 30s it does not matter he will we will always have the same relationship that we had when we were children in that he will never stop treating me like I am a younger like a kid sibling um and it's because when you're in that like area whether it be the house that you grew up in or just your the proximity to your family you fall back into these old habits and that is exactly what's happening with Dougie that makes a lot of sense yeah um but yeah before we break down all of the birthday shenanigans let's take a quick ad break because we gotta we gotta get the cake ready we gotta get the candles ready you know we'll take a quick ad break we'll be right back you know how to book flights and hotels All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay. Dawson is being mauled by three children. (laughs) How did he get in this position? He's not Uncle Dawson. Like, I, I mean, would make sense if they're all over Doug. I mean, he's but been around Dawson's these like kids. Fresh meat. He's fresh meat. He's familiar enough where the kids are comfortable with him yeah. without being like, you know, like you said, he's new and exciting to them. 
Yeah. And Gretchen loves this. She's like, oh, you need help? Ha <laughs> ha. I mean, you have to think that this is also exciting to see how Dawson interacts with her family. Yeah. For herself. Because it's kind of like a good test run to see if he could handle it. Yeah. And I think that this also helps Dawson's case of being a legitimate partner for Gretchen yeah. because he gets along with the family. The kids like him. So it's kind of a, it's, it's definitely a good test run. Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah. Now we get the tour of the winter home, oh which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, You're like, open up all me. the cabinets, please. Yeah. Also, Pacey is just glaring with anger. He's so upset. At the same time. He hates this. So yeah, Joey's giving Jack the grand tour of all the pictures and then we see this photograph of a german shepherd dog in front of a american flag very prominent on the mantle yeah there's like lights around it and everything yeah i don't remember what this dog's called maybe he's like named sparky or something but this picture has been there since christmas of 86 yeah and they're and like gretchen's like um is like oh we had a dog this is this is we don't talk about the dog yeah we're not allowed to talk about that story anymore yeah it's a two side of a story and then we're like okay like whatever like i don't know i wasn't thinking much of it when this happened yeah but, uh it comes back later yeah and then we get mr witter being like such a fucking asshole uh we're okay this is what i want to know why does mr witter get this little corner where there's one chair. Does that mean that only Mr. Witter is yes, allowed that's to watch his, TV? That's his recliner. This is back in the day, back in like the 90s, the men always had their fucking recliners and nobody else was allowed to sit in it. So then nobody's allowed to watch TV. No. Maybe they have like, oh, they have the den. They have the den. Yeah. So the kids go to the den, but there's not a seat for Mary. No. Mary Witter. So I, it was very confusing. I was yeah. like, why does Mr. Witter have this random corner and nobody's allowed to watch TV Yeah, it's ridiculous. Him? And then he says, so we see Carrie sitting next to PC. She reaches for like a chip and fucking Mr. Witter says, no wonder your husband left you. You eating like a cow. Fuck off. I, uh, yeah. I mean, this is 90s bullshit about yeah. how everyone had to be stick thin like Heidi Klum. But yeah. Um, in Kate Moss, it's really ridiculous. They're yep. just shaming her for eating a chip. Yep. And then he, and, but we all got that. Like I remember, like being oh, at a everybody. Mexican restaurant and being like, "Oh, like that's enough chips." It's like, but it's right there, and salsa's so good. Yeah, but they gave us these chips. I'm gonna eat them. Uh, yeah. And then of course he goes into these shenanigans that again, like everybody has heard. Oh, on my 18th birthday, I was trudging through the jungle and denying a machine gun on my shoulder, 50 pounds of ammo on my back. Saw a lot of yeah, tragedy that day. He's like, um, I thought you had to be 18 to join the army. So this doesn't check out. Yeah. And Mr. Winter's like, you calling me a liar, son? Like, I'm just saying that maybe you have a year, year off. Typical bullshit. And of course, he's like even talking about like having sex with some random lady. Like, it's like, what the fuck? And Mrs. Witter comes in and says, oh, which just because he's not out there defending his country doesn't mean he's not a man. Uh, and if there were a war, assuming they'd take him, he'd enlist tomorrow. And it's just like the assuming he they'd take him is really like what gets me. Yeah. So we have... Mr. Witter, who is aggressive, aggressive. And then we have Mrs. Witter, who is 
passive aggressive who seems like she's nice, but she makes all of these like side comments that are just digging. It's yep. dig after dig after dig. Um, so she's the she's the worst. She is. They're both terrible. Um, and uh, and so then she says, Pacey, why doesn't Joanna set the table? Because her name's Joey Ma. That's what I said. Yeah, I love I kind of do think that the running gag throughout the episode is pretty funny because the amount of J names they used throughout yeah. was very enjoyable. Um, however, I I don't understand why her mom, his mom, can't remember that's Josephine. Like, even Grams refused to call Joey Joey at first, but at least she knew her name was Josephine. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Again, especially if they're doing a weekly dinner that she doesn't know her name. Um, And so, then we see uh, Mr. Witter look over at Jack and like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I'm Jack. We met on a fishing trip. And he's like, don't remember. It's like, what the fuck? Well, he doesn't remember because he was fucking drunk yeah, and he was plastered the, the entire worst. trip. Uh, and, uh, and so then we're in the dining room. Joey's setting the table and Pacey's like, what the hell were you thinking? Um, he's like, you told me. You promised me. And she's like, listen, your family wanted to throw you a party. What was I supposed to say? And he says, and I, this was this was like really sad. I mean, I know like a lot of this is like very a jokey episode, but like this felt especially sad where he says, my family could give a crap about me or my birthday. It's an excuse for my pa- father to get a little bit drunker than usual, have some cake, mm-hmm. tell me I'm a disappointment, and then pass out the chair while watching when animals attack. And it's just like, and I, I almost, um, cause I, at first I thought Joey was going to retort with like a, well, at least you have your family and your dad's not in jail. Like I really thought that was what was going to come out of her mouth. Like family's important. And I think, I think it's like a different time now where it's like you choose your own happiness. Like just because they're your blood relation does not mean you owe them anything. And it's, I feel like it's a very different time than it was when Pacey's going through this, you know? Yeah, totally. I think that I still think that people feel this obligation now. I just think it depends on the person. Yeah. If you will combat those expectations of you or if you have been, you know, raised to think that family is everything and what mom and dad says is what's the most important thing i think that it, it, it's still the dynamics still vary from family to family region to region um so it, he feels an obligation to fulfill his parents expectations upon him yeah um and joey which is not much honestly they don't really expect much from him yeah and joey wants him to make an effort and he's just like it doesn't matter i'm gonna fail at like whatever they want for me i'm, I'm a failure uh, and she's like, listen, we're going to get through this unscathed. Everything will be OK. And he's just like, he knows he knows better. He knows it's not going to be OK. Um, and so then we have uh, Gretchen talking to Dawson um, and she accuses him of giving her the cold shoulder. He's like, I'm mingling. And she's like, with everyone but me. And again, Gretchen, you you can't have it both ways. Like you can't no. want to be dating Dawson and keep it a secret when he doesn't want to keep it a secret. So he's doing what you asked him to and he's mingling with other giving people. Giving you space. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you're ignoring me. So yeah, yeah. Gretchen is being very tricky, tricky. Yep. 
Uh, and so she wants to play Monopoly with him or whatever. And then there's all these kids and okay, we're going to play Monopoly. Um, we get Jen and Toby in the car. Uh, and Jen wants to know about this mysterious boyfriend, Greg. <laughs> he's head over heels for me. He's perfect. Jack's polar opposite. He's gorgeous. <laughs> Every single thing that she, he says, Jen's like, well, Jack's, gor- Jack's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's brooding. He's tortured. He's deep. Uh, Jack is brooding, tortured, and deep. <laughs> Greg is perfect. He's blonde and beautiful. He's been out since like the age of 12. His mother is a famous lesbian who teaches fam- uh, feminist poetry at Harvard. He's totally smart and completely comfortable in who you is, he, he is. He's just a man. It's like, Toby, stop going so overboard with this ridiculous description. Yeah, it's he's really just putting out his quote-unquote perfect guy but in reality he is i guess crushing on jack yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know i i don't quite get it but it's fine um and pc sitting outside and joey comes up to him and she's just like they've only been there for 45 minutes which i was like really i feel like it's the longest party yeah it felt like it's been forever she's like only two hours to go at most three um and pacey says i'm not i'm not mad at you uh why are you so upset and it's like he doesn't he doesn't want to talk about it like we know something deeper is is happening right now Right. Yeah. We can probably all tell that something is bothering him. Yeah. Besides his birthday. Right. So he wants to take a walk. But of course, as soon as they get up to walk away, Mr. Witter sneaking off to smoke some marijuana. This is not your kid. You know your kid. He's not doing that type of stuff. What are you talking about? He's a cop. And I think he just assumes that every teenager is off to go smoke, smoke some of that pot weed. (sighs) I mean, Joey is not doing that, especially like he knows the deal about Joey's dad. Yeah. So and he knows that Joey is not into that and is not like that. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just not how he thinks. Yeah, it's just rude. (sighs) So they go inside um, and Mr. Ritter says, I want to thank you for putting the thoughts of college in my son's head. And Joey says, look, no, I'm not. not, I can't take the credit. Uh, And he says, well, I have to blame someone because PC's quote unquote big dreams means I'm going to have to finance another dropout's half-assed education. Okay. So it's your decision to have four children. It's your decision to pay for these four children's education. Yep. So why are you putting this And on you should be proud PC? that PC is like trying to get into college at all. Yeah, uh, really annoying and number and it's it's separate like it's separate like each kid is different. Doug might have not went to college, but he went to like police academy and who knows what Carrie's deal is. And Gretchen it went to a few years and something personal happened. So each kid has different circumstances. Yep. And Joey says, I don't think PC's going to drop out. I think he's going to do great college. And Mr. Ritter says, listen, I'm like, I like your optimism, but if he doesn't drop out, he'll flunk out. It's a waste of his time and my money. It's like, okay, oh my God. well, fuck off. 
And then, of course, we can't be through this conversation without hearing from Pacey's mom, who says, oh, just because Pacey classed a, a flunked a class or two doesn't mean he's going to do the same in college, right? I have faith in you. I know one day my faith will pay off. Just no matter how many times you let us down, my faith will be there to pick you right back up. Yeah, Backham did compliment it's terrible. her specialty. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, then his dad says you should set your sights on something you can accomplish like refrigeration and heating repair it's like what 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 I mean those people make good money do you know how busy they are in the summer it's very hard to get an air conditioner technician to your house in the summer <laughs> uh yeah that's true uh I mean that does pay well um a trade school is honestly I feel like Trade schools are underrated in terms I think of that, study jobs. Okay, okay, this is the thing. I think that Mr. Butter is trying to say that. I think he's saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with a trade school. You'll make good money. But he's not saying those words. He's being extremely rude. He's right. Not every single person is meant to go to a university and have standard learning. That, and that's totally fine. And that's great. But... Mr. Witter's not saying those words. What he's saying is like belittling his uh, to his son. And also, this is the early 2000s, the same generation that we grew up in, where we were told we have to go to college. If you want a good life, if you don't want to work at a fast food restaurant, you have to go to college. Like, that's what was honed in on us. And that's why our generation is so far in student debt. And then when we graduated, we got shit money. And this is why everybody has student debt and nobody's making the money that they should. I agree with that, but I also think you're giving Mr. Witter a little bit more credit than he deserves. Like, Well, that's what he said in the end of the episode. I'm just saying what he said. I know. I don't really forgive him like Pacey does, though. But anyway, um, and then Mr. Witter, of course, has to bring up the fact that when Pacey was a kid, he wanted to be a veterinarian. And Mrs. Witter, she's like, didn't. yeah, and then do you, well, number one, do you know how hard it is to get into? Oh, my God. School? It's harder there's than like, med school. I've heard there's. Yeah, it is. There's like more competitive vet schools yeah. in the country. And it's really, really hard to get in. Yeah. Even I know somebody who is brilliantly smart and couldn't get into proper vet yeah. school. Uh, and then it's like so annoying, though. We get like the past of like Pacey wanted to be a vet, but his mom has always said dog dog groomer, honey. What about a dog groomer? So they owe everyone needs a dog groomer. It's like oh I God. give all the props to my dog groomers. I have two different <laughs> dog groomers. I've had three in my lifetime and they're all superb and really great. And they've noticed stuff about my dogs that I didn't. And they held me accountable for them. Like they were like one of my dog groomers was like Bell's too thin. You have to take care of this. And it wasn't until somebody else said it where I was like, you're absolutely right. I need to figure out what's up with her. Yeah. All the respect. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, in the basement, we have Dawson, the kids, and Gretchen. Um, and uh, they all the kids want to play Monopoly. And she says, I have something better than Monopoly. And she turns on, I don't know, what are these things called? The little lamps that like looks like stars. Uh, it's like a, a star thing. A star like thing. A star projector. It's a star projector. Star projector. But this is not really, like, this is a disco ball. They make them now, th these days, with actual constellations. Yeah. Well, th this like is not these days. You know, this is the 90s. We didn't get cool shit like that. So they just projected, it's a projector, and they just project these little speckles of light. And this is what happens when Gretchen smokes the weed. 
and so lays funny. down on her back and yeah. watches the stars. And she's show. obviously trying to seduce Dawson here. Come on now. Come on. You don't just put on a starlight and not try to seduce someone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she does this whole story like, oh, yeah, I got this when I was a I kid. I don't care about the story. I have it's no dumb. clue what she's talking about. She's like talking about how like this like star girl hops from star to star. This is not a real story, Gretchen. No, no. Uh, and the kids are asking all these questions. They're like, I don't want her to leave. Oh, you don't mean either. Go. OK, kids have to go wash up for dinner. Uh, so they're yeah. gone. I think this she I think that this was she was saying how I don't know. She was talking about herself in the situation. Yeah. But nobody cares. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Pacey's upset. Uh, and Joey says, don't believe them. You're going to go to college. You're going to be amazing. There's nothing they can say about it. I know you're going to shock them. And he's like, what if they're right? What if I'm too stupid? And she's like, what are you talking about? Like this, there's something going on. Like this is not just about your birthday. Okay, and bef- even before this scene, I knew that he didn't get into college. And I was just like, Joey, why are you being so dumb? Yeah, she like, should realize is, what's going on. The insinuation is so obvious to me that it's like he didn't get into college. He didn't get into his school. Yeah. And she's just like, what's going on? Like, you got to tell me. It can't just be about your birthday. Meanwhile, Jackers is put to work. In the background, in the background of this scene, he's like, they're legitimately like, Jack, hey, you go set up the card table and put the chairs out. Why is Jack put to work? What's Carrie doing in all this? What's Doug doing in all? They're of this? doing nothing, but they hate Jack. So Why he has to do work. All the guests have to work so hard to be part of this dinner. I don't know, but they do. And uh, and so then Pacey's just like, OK, let's let's go take a minute. Let's go down to the basement where we can have a private convo. Uh, yeah, you can't go to the basement without knowing something's going down there. Yep. So they walk in and Dawson and Gretchen are just making out on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. And they are. I think I think they're just like over it. Like, what the hell? Yeah. They're just like, um, OK. OK. <sighs> OK. Right. Uh, and so then it's dinner time and Pacey's mom says, I in honor of Pacey's birthday, I made his favorite chipped beef on toast. Okay, can somebody please explain to me what chipped beef? I on had to toast Google it. Is? I've never heard of this in my life. It's Doug is sick. If this is his favorite meal. He's this sick. is weird. Yeah, it's so apparently it's pretty easy to make. I guess so. It's like you make kind of like a um. A, a roux, you know, with like milk yeah. and butter and all of that. There's right. a can of dried beef. Ew. And then you mix it all together and you serve it over toast. Sick. Uh, that's okay. the recipe I'm seeing. Let me see if there's also, yeah, a package of dried beef. Ew. Also, sir, I, I mean, they are serving a really nice salad with a craft uh, dressing. So I'm sticking to the salad in the situation. Yeah. But what do you think of Pacey's real favorite food? Spaghetti and meatballs. Um, it's not my favorite, but like I love a good spaghetti and meatball every once in a while. But, but it's like it's not really basic. a special occasion meal, though. Yeah, you have a spaghetti like, and meatball. Why not like, like steak and taters? You know, uh, like come on. No, I don't. I don't want that. I don't eat. You know, I don't like steak. I know you don't like steak. Missing out. Um, missing out. More steak for me. I, I mean, yeah, um, it's not, what, do I want? what is your, like, what is your, 
special meal you're requesting. Huh. You know? Yeah. Mm, well, I mean, I like Mexican food. You but do love chips and salsa. But that's pretty yeah. basic, too. That's not like... I guess so. You know? I mean, my favorite guess, meal is also pretty basic, so... Um, I mean, I do enjoy... Well, I mean, I don't know. I like salmon. I like baked ziti. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, of course, uh, his mom is just like, no, no, no. When you were a kid, you always asked me to make this. And he's like, that's right. I forgot. I always pretended to hate chip beef on toast. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, chip beef on toast. Yeah. I can't believe it. And I love Doug being like, I love it. Uh, and, uh, Mrs. Witter's like, oh, you know what I forgot? Ketchup. What do you need the ketchup for? Is this going on the chipped beef on toast? I guess so. Yeah. Joanna, will you grab the ketchup? Joanna, (laughs) grab the ketchup. Everybody has to be put to work for this dinner except her actual children. Yeah. Okay. If you Google chip beef on toast, it's the nastiest shit I've ever seen. It doesn't look appetizing. It's the grossest thing But I like almost want to make it just to see how bad it is. Like, how do you find the dried beef, though? Like, how do you, how does that come packaged? Dried beef? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like, why would you want something that's, like, labeled as dried beef? It just looks like, it looks like somebody already ate it. Yeah, where do you get a two-ounce packet of dried beef? It looks very simple. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six ingredients. Hormel. Hormel. I'm going to look into this dried beef. Um, anyway, so then we go into the kitchen and Dawson follows Joey and he's just like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't want you to find out like this. I don't want you to be upset. And she's like, are you guys dating now? He was like, this was supposed to be our first date. And she asks, are you a couple? She says, we haven't defined our relationship yet. And she says, but it is a relationship. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Uh, tricky, tricky. Yeah. And so then Gretchen bumps into Joey and she's like, uh, oh, got to go. Sorry. Uh, and Gretchen's like, what do we do now? And he's like, I don't know, but I think we could probably move beyond the should we shouldn't we tell them. <laughs> By the way, she thinks we're a couple. And Gretchen's like, did you tell her we're a couple? And he's like, no, I told her we had a date. So you told her we were dating. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. The exact same oh thing. He's like, God. no, I said that we haven't defined the relationship. Uh, what did she say? And she said, but it's a relationship. And she says, is it a relationship? I don't know what I think. I want to know what you think. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> too Gretchen, much. Too much. you are being so tricky in this situation. Yeah. Um, This is ridiculous. Uh, And obviously, Dawson is like fed up with this. This is like literally exactly what he wanted to avoid was this whole thing. You know what chip beef on toast actually looks like? It kind of looks like prosciutto. So I think that we can make an elevated chip beef on toast. A bougie ass chip beef on toast with some prosciutto. That is not the nastiest shit that I've ever seen in my life. You, the ground, the dried beef comes in like a jar. Okay, a jar, but then it also (gasps) has an option to come in a packet. Ew, (laughs) what is this? I don't want my meat to come like this. (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand like this does not seem right what is this this okay. is such a weird favorite food I need to if know anybody has ever yes. had chip beef on toast just please tell us and we won't judge you I'm very not no no, no I won't judge you I just am so curious as to like what it actually like what is the closest thing you could equate it to do you put ketchup on it I also need to know that I have many questions about chip beef on toast 
Um, I would rather the spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm eating spaghetti and meatballs over chip beef on toast. Um, is this like, um, remember how in the nineties everybody was like, ew, liver and onions. Oh, that was like a big thing on Doug. Wasn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, killer tofu. Ooh, oh. Remember that song? Yeah. Killer yeah, I tofu. do. Anyway, just like the snake. Oh my fucking God. Fucking tofu, the snake. But tofu, the snake would never kill anybody. Ugh. How do you know? It's a baby snake. I mean, it probably eats mice. They also were doing a jello mold in this party. This is the worst party ever. Did you, as a kid, did you have jello jigglers? Of course. Yeah, my fave. And they were like such a thing, but like it's so cheap. Like it's literally just jello formed in shapes, but it was very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it the Boy Meets World podcast where all I did was talk about lime jello for oh, Ohio? Yes. And I got it. It was very good. Lime sorbet. Ugh. Both are very good. So nasty. Um, Yeah. Anyway, and Dawson tells Gretchen, like, you need to figure this out. Like, I think you need to figure out what the heck you want. And so Dawson leaves and then comes Pacey. And I love this, like, rotating door in the kitchen of, like, different characters coming in. Yeah, and Gretchen's, like, giving the third degree to everybody. She's like, tell me what you think. What are you thinking? What are you, tell me what you're saying. Yeah. And Pacey's like, the last thing I want to do right now is think about this or talk about this. So it's not happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, any other day, it, you know, of all people, I would freak out. But not today. Today, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, let's pretend Pacey it never happened. And the most disgusting thing ever and drinks out of the milk carton. Nasty. Don't do this. Not in like, don't. unless you're like live, living alone. Like, don't do it. Just don't do it. So gross. Yeah. Milk is gross. Um, Everything is gross. I don't like anything today. <laughs> Except spaghetti and meatballs, which I might be making for dinner tonight. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah. And so Pacey says, I have to have a conversation with Joey. It might impact the rest of our lives. Um, not to mention I'm just in a state of utter despair. Uh, and Same. he says, just stick to your own dramas. They're much more entertaining. Uh, and so she's just like, Ugh. um, we're back in the car and we see Jen and Toby driving like a bunch of different people, uh, people home. It's yeah, like, this is uber before it's uber, it was it's uber yeah actually yeah i think some colleges do this where the drive safe program uh, yeah where if you are drinking you can call a sober left which is very nice yeah um and now it's my favorite time <laughs> and we get opening presents wait presents Oh, sorry. I skipped ahead. You did. You skipped right ahead because we have to talk. Well, there's like people making out. There's people that are super wasted. And uh, and it's just like all these people like, what? I don't know. I think I'm going to hurl. No. Um, now it's presence time. <laughs> was it really worth it? It was so <laughs> worth it. It was so worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. I think um, I'm going to hurl. No. No, 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 no. Okay. So no. this is my favorite part of every birthday party is the opening of the presence time and everyone's in a circle and Pacey's opening. I'm pretty sure this presents. is most people's least favorite time of any nope, birthday. Nope, nope, nope. So Pacey's opening up his presents and the first thing he got is an ashtray. This is like a hundred percent when you were a kid and you took art and you did like sculpture, you always made an ashtray. Which my parents yeah. never smoked, so like I don't know why. 
But yeah, yeah it was, was an ashtray. Weird. This was weird. This was a strange gift, especially from an especially adult. From an adult, and Pacey does not, as far as I know, smoke. No, he says, I've been meaning to take up smoking when he gets the <laughs> gift. <laughs> Next up is a big present, which was very exciting, and it had some holographic wrapping paper that one of Carrie's kids was very mesmerized by. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ooh, this looks like a good gift. Um, then he opens it up, and it's fireworks. Yeah. Um, so he's not that happy about the fireworks. And then this just pisses Mr. Witter off. Oh, he's pissed. And so he's then mad. Mrs. Witter is just like, oh, a, a, I've heard that a great way to bond with your ch- kids is to recall a favorite memory from their childhood. And Pacey, Have you, you can tell. this before? No. On my 30th birthday, I made all of my friends share fun stories. No one's surprised by this. Zero people yeah. are surprised. Yeah, it was part of the roast and toast. That I made everybody participate in for my 30th birthday. There you go. Yep. Um, Very fun. So then they are uh, telling these really nasty stories to everybody. Yep. To each other. Yep. They say that uh, PC was a baby. Uh, He fell asleep in cardboard boxes. Uh, They almost left him at 31 Flavors. They were driving away and a lady flagged us down with Pacey just crying. We would have driven home and we wouldn't have even realized he was gone. And he was so upset, he peed his pants. It's like he's a fucking baby. Of course he peed his pants. Yeah. And I mean, if he fell asleep in cardboard boxes because you put him in a cardboard box. Exactly. He's a fucking baby. He can't move. He can't crawl. He can't climb. What the fuck? I'm so upset That's, by this. It's so stupid. This is more about you, but oh the God. whole family, even stupid Carrie laughs about Carrie it. Carrie sucks. They all suck. Every last one of them, except Gretchen, who's actually sweet about this, where she says, like, there was this bully. He was the meanest kid. He pushed me off the swing set. And Pacey, who was obviously much younger, three years younger, um, came over and he started punching and kicking him, yelling, stay away from my sister. Uh, that's Pacey, the bravest guy I know. And Mr. Witter, of course, has to pipe up and say, brave and foolish. He came home crying because that bully uh, beat the pulp out of him. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, you turned a really sweet story about Pacey being like a brave little kid into something really nasty. Yeah, that's the, the name of the game. And then bullshit. Even my roast and toast didn't get this nasty. <laughs> Uh, Carrie talks about Pacey making pancakes at 530 in the morning, but he set the kitchen on fire and Scraps died of smoke inhalation. Okay, so he Scraps pulled uh, Jack Pierce. I was just going to say that. Absolutely. He did. Okay, so Scraps is the dog, the German shepherd that has the picture. And we find out that not only did Pacey. Maul, get mauled by a dog but he also accidentally killed the family dog yeah he set the kitchen on fire it's not like he ran over the dog even that would be an accident like he he set the kitchen on fire like what do you want from him and, and he yeah. was trying to do a nice thing by making pancakes for yes. the family and so then Mr. Witter finally is just like I have a story and I mean obviously Pacey's had enough of this he's just yeah. like listen uh, you know we can all guess what the theme of this happy anecdote's gonna be Pacey messes up again Pacey killed the dog he pees his pants he poops he gets the pulp beat out of him 
Uh, but you know what? The theme of my entire life is that no one gives Pacey a break. Everyone expects the worst out of him. He gets the short end of the stick. He gets fireworks in an ashtray and chip beef on toast for his birthday. Um, this is the same thing that we've been hearing get built up for the last four seasons. Yeah, it was really not only does he get it from his family, but he gets it from Dawson. He gets it from his teachers. Everybody thinks that he's a joke. Yeah, exactly. And like, he doesn't deserve this. No one deserves this, honestly. Um, And so he says, you know what, Dad? Your wallet can breathe easy. I'm not going to – I don't think I could go to college even if I wanted to because the only school I thought would take me, my fallback, rejected me today. Uh, you guys are right. I'm going to end up exactly where you thought I would, a complete and utter failure. And so he leaves, and as he's leaving, Jen and Toby <laughs> are there. Yeah. What timing. Uh, yeah. And they're like, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not great timing. So Pacey leaves. And um, then Dawson and Joey go try to find them. Yeah, because Pacey took Joey's car, so he ne- she needs a ride. Uh, and, of course, again, Mrs. Switter, Janet, wait, Janet, bitch! <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, she's terrible. <sighs> um, and so then we get uh, Gretchen and Jen chatting while Jack comes up with but cake. This is... This is the worst. They serve Pacey's birthday cake with. I was pissed. Him. I was pissed about this. Yeah. Yeah. I was really mad. This is ridiculous. I'd be so angry. I'd be so, so angry. Uh, Yeah. And so Jack's like, Toby, why are you here? And he's like, oh, I'm here to make you uncomfortable, of course. And he's just like, uh, so how's the club going? And he's like, you mean the gay club where all the gay kids hang out and be gay together? Smashing. How's your self-hatred and denial going? It's like, is this what you call flirting, Toby? How? Yeah, what are you fucking doing? Exactly, yeah. This is exactly what Toby thinks is for. This is why we hate Toby. Yeah, Toby's. I know that Andrea was like, no, Toby's not that bad. But maybe we just as of now. Yeah, yeah, that's the I thing. don't see the good about Toby. Yeah, this is uh, anyway. I don't know. Um, Then we're in the Mitch Mobile. Uh. And Joey's like, listen, right now, I don't care if you and Gretchen are a couple or if you're dating or if you're in a relationship or if you're periodically groping each other. (laughs) You guys can run off to an elope for all I care. I have much bigger things going on. And Dawson's like, good. I have no idea if we are either. She won't tell me. And every time I get close to finding out, she freaks out. And Joey says, that's the witters for you. In relationships, they keep their emotions close and weaknesses even closer. It's not because they don't care. It's because they care so much. The good news is they eventually will always tell the truth. However, it's often after you selfishly, and then she realizes like what she did, selfishly ignored all the signs that they've been suffering. Uh, And Dawson says, it's not your fault he didn't get into college. And she says, yeah, but it's my fault he thinks he disappointed me because I said that he'd definitely get in. I think she's taking on a lot here. Um, yeah. Like, it's not her fault. Doss or Pacey's worried about disappointing her. I don't, I think even if she hadn't said, you'll definitely get in, Pacey, he would still feel this way. It doesn't matter. Because he doesn't want to disappoint his girlfriend, right? Like, he yeah. doesn't think highly of himself. And that is not her fault. It is his family's fault. It is his family history of being put down and told he's not good enough that has led him to this point of being so nervous about disappointing his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely a tough situation. <laughs> this is a tough situation. I I feel bad. I feel bad that she feels like she is partially responsible. I feel bad that Pacey didn't get what he wanted in this moment. Um. So yeah, yeah. 
Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, he says, uh, the Potters tend to believe in people more than they believe in themselves. It's a real character flaw. Uh, and they're like, we should go back. Like, I don't think we're going to find him. Uh, I feel like Joey should have been smart enough to know he would go to the docks, <laughs> but yeah, no. Yep. But I, they are not able to find him. What a surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we're at the docks. Pacey's just sitting there. He's not wearing a coat. Mr. Witter has a coat for him. He's like, you might need this. Here you go. Uh, and Pacey asks, how did you know I was here? And he says, the station got a call from a houseboat about a creepy guy lurking on the dock. Yeah, Pacey's <laughs> a creepy guy. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Uh, Hanging out by the docks. Yeah. And he says, I just wanted to be close to the water, which is really sad because, again, true love is gone. Mrs. True Love. I wish true love would come back. I know. I hope that wherever Pacey is today, he at least has a new boat called True Love, too. Yeah, I I really hope he he gets another boat. Like, it's really sad. Like, that's all he wants. Right. Um, And so Mr. Witter says, listen, you can't tell anybody. And this is again, this is like. These are the reasons that people have these issues is when you don't like it's okay to fail. Right. Like and it's yeah. it's more than okay to tell people you failed. Failure is yeah. so common. It's so realistic. And so yeah. the fact that his dad hid this from him may only made him feel more like shit. And he yeah, says but he's like I agree. But he he definitely thinks like oh I'm like the you know, big sheriff in town. Yeah. This is embarrassing on my name. Bullshit like that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and yeah. And he says that I, I got rejected the first time I applied to police academy. He says it was devastating. He says, I know I'm not college material. I just really, really wanted it. Um, and Mr. Witter says, I know I've been hard on you about school. It's not because I don't think you're good enough to get in. I just don't know if it's the right thing for you. I don't know if it's ever been right for you. But ask mm-hmm. me if I think you're meant to do great things. Um, and he's like, I didn't get to tell my remembering Pacey story. It was your 10th birthday. I got you fireworks. And you said it was the best present I ever, you ever got. And we set them off out back down by the water. And you were really happy. And so was I. Now, my problem is this is all well and good, right? But we've we've been here, done that, right? Like we have seen... This a similar moment between Pacey and his father in the past. And what on one hand, part of me wants no, to be like uh, Pacey's was Pacey's dad sober for that moment. Uh, I feel like they had a heart to heart like after he punched him. Yeah. And then he was like, I don't know. I feel like maybe. they had a good heart. to, but Regardless. Right. Part of me is like, obviously, his dad learned nothing and was treating him like trash again. And that's not an excuse. Like, you don't just yeah. get to say, oh, what I really meant was and wipe away yeah. all the, the destruction you've done. On the other hand, I do think it's realistic to show that, like, people don't just change overnight. Like, it's yep. people go back to their old ways. But I still don't think, like, the way they end this episode is too cute for me. Like, it's too... Oh, we're all good now. Everything's fine now. Everything you said is wiped away because we had this one nice moment. It's just too nice. Yeah, I I can see that. I think that's a little revisionist history that his dad was, you know, caring the whole time and he believes in him and that he knows he's going to do great things when he's never shown anything of the sort. Um, 
that he believes that. So I think that it's a nice moment for them, but I don't really necessarily think that it's true to who Mr. Witter really is. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I just have such mixed feelings about all of this because, like, it's sweet. He got him the fireworks and everything, right? And, like, Pacey didn't remember what his dad remembered. Like, that's very sweet. But I still don't think, like, he could have been saying this the whole time. Like, oh, maybe a trade school is better just with, like, what you're good at. Rather than always talking about my wallet and he's going to drop out and he's going to suck and, like, Pacey sucks. Like, I don't know. I just don't forgive him that easily. You know what I mean? It's just not. Yeah. Pacey is permanently, uh, has permanent trauma, I would say, from from this. Like, he's permanently altered his ma- mind because of all of this from his family. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But that's how, how everybody is, no matter what, like, you know, your parents or your first support system and when you're not um when you're not taken care of emotionally as you should they affect you for the rest of your life and that's the case for everybody yeah so yeah um and i think it's realistic for you know sometimes parents that are emotionally neglectful um to go back and forth and that's why it's so damaging because there's times they're actually really good where you're thinking oh like they're not that bad because they really love me and they say these really nice things to me and they remember this one nice story about me and then you get abused again or neglected again and then it's rough but then you're still searching for that nice moment in the future so i think that i i don't know if Dawson's Creek is, you know, really making a statement and a narrative on parenting like this. But I do think it's realistic and yeah. I think it's realistic for Pacey to believe his dad in this moment. Yeah. Uh, and that's what makes it abusive. Yeah. Um, We're back with Jen and Toby who are like heading back from their night. Uh, and Jen is thinking about making this a regular thing, um, that she feels like, you know what, this is like actually been worthwhile. Uh, and she's like, yeah, um, you know, Greg isn't, isn't real, is he? You know, I know you like Jack. Why would you go so far out of your way to be mean to him? Why would you invent Greg? Uh, she's like, come on, a James Dean clone. <laughs> That's too good to be true. And he's like, it was good though, wasn't it? She's like, listen, no, it was when you a terrible yeah. lie, when you dream, you dream big. And she says, if you're yes. interested in Jack, the best way to get into his life is to be his friend. And that requires being nice. I know this may be a new concept to you, but I think you might find it effective. And Toby's just like, you're ju- you're such a bitch. And Jen's like right back at you. Yeah, they're and, and I mean, I don't think I love their friendship quite yet as much as I love a Jen and Jack, but Look at Jen making friends. She she was able to make friends the whole time. She just had to find her people. Yeah, I think um, I think it's funny that we've always like wanted Jen to find different friends and she's finally done it. Toby's here. Yeah, finally found friends. But I'm like, no, not this one. I don't like it. Yeah, no, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Try again, Jen. Try again. Yeah. Um, And so Pacey and his dad get home and the lights are all off. And he's like, they probably went to Red Lobster. Uh, so yeah, they get everyone surprised. Surprise, Pacey. Hooray. 
Um, and so we see like there's a big bonfire in the backyard and Gretchen goes up and she says, you're right. Tonight wasn't about my family or PC. Joey's about me. Uh, I'm scared. What if I leave soon? Whatever it is with you, I'm afraid I'll hurt you when I go. And he says, I'm leaving too at the end of the year. Like, that's not the point. The point is right now we're both here. So let's make the most of this. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, also, they ate half of his cake, Pacey's cake. It's fucking ridiculous. And then they started blasting off his birthday present. Yeah. It's, they were like, okay, you don't need this birthday present. We're going to do the fireworks yeah. now. So they set off the fireworks. Um, and uh, and Joey says, I'm sorry. I had such a bad party. He's like, it's not your fault. It's the curse. She says, listen, one rejection isn't anything. It's not the end of the world. And he says, uh, it's not the rejection. It makes it real. You and I are on opposite paths, on different roads. We're heading farther and farther away from each other. And Joey says, both paths lead to the same place, right here. You and me. That's the one thing that won't change. Not if we don't let it. He says, it's getting harder and harder. And Joey says, we'll try even harder. She wishes him a happy Mm. birthday. And so then we see, like, all these fireworks going off. They kiss. And again, yeah, you're right. Like, what the fuck? Pacey didn't even get to set off his own party birthday present. This is bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it is bullshit. I think that this is a little worrisome for their relationship. Um, I'm curious as to what's going to come of this. I definitely think that Pacey's going to get into college somewhere and it's probably going to be super convenient maybe, but um, we'll see. I'm very, I'm very nervous about the future of their relationship. It's not as like smooth as I would have thought. Yeah, I I kind of, um, I think it's interesting and I prefer this type of storyline of like the realism of uh, we may be going to different colleges or one of us may be going to college and the other isn't and how that might affect our relationship versus the love triangle drama. Like I think, I, I, I like this. This feels real to me. This is yeah. a conversation that a lot of people have when they're graduating high yeah. school. Um, yeah. And so we get this like nice moment where Mr. Ritter comes up and like puts his arm around PC and he's like, happy birthday, PC. Uh, and we're supposed to be forgiving Mr. Ritter, but happy I don't. Happy birthday, PC. I mean, there was once a day where we did not ever think we would forgive Mr. McPhee. And oh, by the end of it, true. We, we loved Mr. We McPhee did. and we, we liked how he came around in his growth. So my point is never say never. That's true. Um, that was the episode. That was it. Hooray. It was a good one. It was a great episode. I really, really liked it. I thought that there was a lot of good drama. I thought that there was a lot of interesting tidbits in it. Yeah. I liked meeting the family, even if I didn't like them. But, I mean, we, we should have expected that we wouldn't like. Oh, 100%. We were never going to like anyway. them. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I thought it was a really good episode. And I'm I'm happy we got it. Probably one of my favorites of the season this far. It's a really good one. Um, we do have a voicemail from Temi, so I'm going to play Temi. that. We can hear from him. Hi, Temi. Hi, ladies. You were both right. At the end of season two, um, the f- finale, um, I think you guys had mentioned that there was a reconciliation with... Um, Pacey and his dad, his dad went and uh, had a phone call with uh, Andy. But he said there could be a cycle back to abusive behavior again. 
and we saw it in much of the episode, but there's some sweet moments at the end, which was nice to see. I'm glad since you've been kind of hoping to see more of Pacey's family life since then, and then also you've mentioned it recently that it finally came to pass. So you had good insights there. Appreciate that. And we will see a Jane Lynch later in Felicity. Bye. <gasps> what in a tease! In Felicity. Wow. Jane Lynch really was making the rounds in uh, the early 2000s, she late was. 90s. Also, I appreciate Temi jogging our memory and that we did talk about, like, because I remember now the phone call with Andy and the fact that, like, yeah, we predicted, like, yeah, it's it, this isn't this doesn't mean he's going to change, right? Like, it's yeah. most likely he's going to go back to the way he's been. But I appreciate that, Tammy. Thank you for jogging our memories. Um, and I love the little tease of, like, Jane Lynch calling me and Felicity. We're not going to be there for, like, literally a full-on year. Um, but exciting to think about. Also, we'll yeah. probably be there longer than a year, depending on when the hell she shows up in Felicity. Um, anyway, this is a fantastic episode. I freaking love Dawson's Creek. Do you want to know what the next episode um, title is going to be? Let's do it. Okay. Next week's episode is titled Hopeless. Interesting. It's not very happy sounding. Yeah, it does not sound very happy. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be about. Somebody's feeling hopeless. All of us. We're all feeling hopeless. It only reminds me of Hamilton, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that's our episode. Um, that's that. Sarah, where can the people find us? What do we have going on in these parts? Yeah, catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit90sPod. Um, we have our of weekly Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek coverage. Um, so catch us there. As well as on Post Show Recaps, we've been Busy Bees. Currently, we are... Halfway through the series, The Time Traveler's Wife, which is on HBO based off of the book. Um, Been really enjoying that. And you can find us at Post Show Recaps over there. Uh, In addition, I covered, um, I talked about my thoughts on the series This Is Us as it has now completed. And I also, with Jessica, talked about the second Downton Abbey movie. So lots of fun stuff over there. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson and uh, follow along. Amazing. Um, yep. And you can also hear me on Community Building over at Post Show Recaps. Uh, you can follow me at the Just Sterling. Uh, and yeah, send in feedback, send in thoughts. We love to hear from you. We're going to be back next week with season three. Nope. Four. Nope. Wait, what season are we on? I'm so confused now. Four. We're on season four. Goodness gracious. Season four, episode 13. <laughs> there we go. That's what we're going to be back for next week. Thank you all. We will talk to you next time. Just Shit 90 shows taught me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.